Welcome to the Peace Bridge Talk Show. Your host is Amrita Kailas, and she is going to introduce you to powerful tools from ancient wisdom and also connect with experts to show you how to implement them to lead a peaceful life. Now, here is Amrita. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Peace Bridge Talk Show on Voice America. I hope you all are having a beautiful day. I'm so delighted to share with you all that we have been together in this Peace Bridge journey for eight episodes now. Yes, my dear friends, we are in our second month of the Peace Bridge talk show. Thank you so much to each one of you for listening, supporting, and sharing your awesome feedback on the Peace Bridge talk show on Voice America. Your love and support means a huge lot to me. Do you have a voice in your head that keeps chattering to you? We all have different kinds of voices that run in our minds every day. According to the National Science Foundation, our brains can produce as many as 50,000 thoughts per day. 95% of these thoughts are repeated daily. These thoughts can arise from our vasanas that we discussed in our last episode. If you have not got a chance to listen to the previous episode on the path to self-control, please listen to it to understand about vasanas. Our thoughts can also emerge from our past beliefs and memories based on the sensory data that we provide to our brains. These thoughts influence our mindset and determine our actions and behavior in our day-to-day life. It is the stories that we tell us each day that forms our mindset. We all have been gifted in finite intelligence and limitless minds. However, we see the world through the little magnifying lens made of our beliefs biases, prejudices, memories, and conditionings of our past. By carrying out this habit of sending misinterpreted data conceived through our perceptions to our brain and mind eventually leads us to limited thinking and behavior. This prevents us from tapping into our infinite potential and realizing our authentic power. These limited thinking patterns can give rise to self-sabotage of various kinds that shows up in the form of self-doubt, procrastination, imposter syndrome, anxiety, and depression. It impacts our relationships at work with family, children, parents, and more. Few examples of limited beliefs are statements like, I am not good enough, I am a failure, I can't do this, I am judged, and more. It is unfortunate that education has not helped us to re-educate our hearts to break free from the barriers of limited beliefs. Unless we break free from this pattern, peace is unachievable. In the first chapter of Bhagavad Gita, Arjuna depicts the character of a person overpowered by the limited beliefs 
who refuses and finds all kinds of justifications to not fight the war to protect the kingdom. However, in the end, Arjuna rises from all his limited beliefs with the wisdom, guidance and support provided by Lord Krishna and eventually realizes his true authentic self and wins the Mahabharata war. Today I have a very special friend, my mentor, my coach and the one and only Roger Burnley here who's here with us on the Peace Bridge Talk Show. Welcome to the show, Roger Burnley. Thank you so much, Amrita. I'm so happy to be here. And it was funny, you when you began, um, this was going to be great for our conversation because you, what do I call him? What is he? <laughs> Who is he? <laughs> yeah. And that is true because I've changed so many times throughout my life, So, right, which right. is what we all do. So it's perfect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you. I'm, I'm so excited and delighted to have you. And I've been waiting to have you on the show. So finally, that day has come where I've got this opportunity to converse with you through this talk show. So, Roger, uh, before um, I start asking you about uh, many aspects around the limited beliefs, I would love to um, have this opportunity for the listeners to know about your story. What brought you to become an intuitive and transformative coach? Okay, so I did so many things early in my life. I didn't really have a direction. I didn't know where I was going to go. I mean, I uh, talk about this quite a bit because I felt so different even from my brothers. I have three brothers. They all seem to know what direction they were going to move in their lives. And I didn't have that. I was just going to follow something. So even when I went into college, I didn't have a major. And I said, I just said, oh, let me do some accounting. Maybe my father did that. Maybe that's what I'm supposed to do. And it wasn't really um, what I loved, but I stayed there for a while. And I did it for a bit because it was, it, was, it was money. It was a job, you know, but that was it. Yeah. And then but then I did all these other things and I kept bouncing around doing different jobs. I was good at a lot of them. I was managing businesses for people and all of that. And then I was also doing other things. I was modeling. I started a modeling agency. I ran several of them. I mean, I did so many different things. And then later in my life, I said, oh, maybe I'm supposed to go back to singing again, mm-hmm. which I had done earlier. Now I'm in my mid 30s. And I said, I'm going to start a, I'm going to start vocal coaching. Mm-hmm. You know, I was 37 years old when I started a new career again, but I found that I was, oh, this feels natural. This feels what I'm supposed mm-hmm. to do. And I found that I had this ability yep. to do that. And so for all those years, I was coaching people. But during that coaching, I noticed something else is that I was developing something. Yeah, It was probably within me, but it was happening more. And that was my intuitive sense, because when I would work with a client, I could sense what was going on with them. I could feel something. There was something that was there. Yeah. And I, a lot of times I would just say it. Those words would just come out of my mouth. Yeah. But I would, yeah. you know, feel. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's where it began. Uh-huh. And then I switched into doing more of that, more of that work in personal development and, mm-hmm. and, and, and spiritual counseling and all of that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that beautiful transformational story with us. So uh, I would love you to shed some insight into 
helping the listeners who are in this place where they're trying to figure out what is their purpose in life. They mm -hmm. have multiple interests around them. How would you actually um, give uh, some insight into helping them understand how to understand the direction that they need to follow? Okay, this is going to be, <laughs> this could be a, uh, a class that we might do to discuss this. Um, my belief is this, we're all born to do something that is aligned with who we are, mm. that is part of our, our, our soul, that is something yeah. that we're, we're supposed to bring into yeah. the world. Yeah. However, we don't always do that right away. Mm. Because for so many different reasons, we will, um, we grow up in certain families where maybe it wasn't allowed, or we can't, or we don't have a model that we can see that we would go to, because we try to follow as we're kids, we right. look at for examples of, you know, who we could be. And if that example is not, we, we don't find the one that really resonates with us, that feels, um, hits us in the gut, hits, yeah. you know, yeah. then we're just going to kind of go along our life doing things. We may get by, we may have a, um, make a career, but this is why you see people who later on in their lives are so unhappy right. because they have all the money, all the success and all of that. And something else isn't there because yeah. there's something within their soul that they haven't figured out. And, and so when I'm, when I work with people, that's the thing I'm looking for. What is that right thing that you're supposed to do? What okay. is it? It's there, yeah. but it's, it becomes um, this conversation. People mm. have to be willing to ask new questions of themselves. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. If they're, if, you know, if you're not happy, do you think that maybe there's something else you're supposed to do? Yeah. But a lot of times, like me, I didn't move a lot. Mm. I didn't I didn't move to the next thing easily because it was stable. And if I could stay here, even though I didn't like it, you know, even though it was terrible. Yeah. I'll stay there because I felt secure. I felt exactly. safe because I had I was earning money. That yeah. was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was very interesting that you said, because a lot of people get into that trap. I would call it trap because mm -hmm. it is very comfortable to stay there where you are financially secure. There's nothing mm -hmm. that is actually requiring you to move out of your comfort zone, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so what was yes. that challenge actually that brought you towards uh, your purpose in your life? Failure. Mm. <laughs> I just kept, it just kept falling apart. And I said, okay, God wants me to do something different. Obviously there yeah. must be somebody guiding me that I'm not in the right place. Yeah. And so that's what kept happening. And, and I was so stubborn though, uh -huh. that I wouldn't move. There was one time I was at this job and I hated the job. I was actually sick. I was actually getting headaches because it was so stressful. And I didn't want to be there, but I wasn't going to leave. Mm. They had to fire me. They had to fire me to get okay. me to leave, which was the best thing ever because it was, it was, a, that's a whole nother story why they fired yeah. me, which was crazy, but they were moving through troubles themselves. Mm -hmm. And so that, that, that's why. And, uh, and I didn't know any of that. So, but it was best that they fired me, mm -hmm. but I still, if they hadn't done that, I would probably still be there suffering. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. No, uh, that's another very important point that you touched on Roger, which is, failure most of the times is itself the direction towards your purpose in life exactly. right exactly yeah yes. and sometimes what happens is most of them what they do is like when we encounter failure 
we just step down. There are also yeah. times when you feel like this is the end of it. I'm not going right. to try, right? So how would you actually inspire those kind of people where they are like stuck in failure? How, how What would be your words of advice to them? First of all, failure is not possible. It's, it's just, it doesn't happen. Because mm-hmm. if you fail, that means that you just weren't in the right place. So now go to the next place. And in, in that process mm-hmm. of failing in whatever you were doing, you learned something. You yes. were given more direction. And so now you just go and do the other one. But you have to understand our mental processes are so important. Mm-hmm. If we have not developed the ability to control our thinking, then mm-hmm. we have no choice of to what's happening to us. But that's something that we learn along the way. When you start to look at neuroscience, you know, yeah. which yeah. is a study we didn't even have many, many years ago. So right. we could not right. have known as, yeah. as well as we do now. Yeah. But when we understand that when we set up patterns mm. in our thinking, because we're doing it, they might have been given to us when we were younger, That's but it. then we keep using them and we don't break out of it. And right. so, and so that's, and we have to understand, okay, I have to do something different. And when I understand I was maybe programmed into thinking something I really don't want yeah. now, but I do have the ability to mm. reprogram myself. Yep. And that's what, and it's a process because yeah, it takes yeah. time. Yeah. And, and that's where uh, coaching comes in, right? To actually yes. break down those limited beliefs and limited thinking that, prevents you from progressing in your life. Yes. And right. and most times and most times we can't see it. Mm, yeah, <laughs> That's the yeah, problem. Yeah, we can't yeah, see yeah. it. Yeah. Which yeah. yeah, which is great for me because <laughs> I can I mean I could see in other people. Couldn't see them. I had to go to other mentors. My yes, and yes. still, even with that, I can remember um the last guy I had like two years ago. Yeah. And he was saying certain things. I'm going, no, I can't do that. I can't. I just, yeah. it was me yeah. fighting it, you see. Yeah. And yeah. so then eventually it breaks down and you understand and you yeah. move on with it. Yeah. But the first thing I think that we have to do when you've been in that kind of a situation, when you've experienced that, mm-hmm. you must first let go of your judgment of yourself. Yeah. That's the mm-hmm. hardest part. That Stop right. judging yourself because yeah. that, because that makes it worse. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, we're going to feel we're going to feel bad. We're going to be in those places. We may get depressed as we discover that. Mm-hmm. However, now we've got to recognize, OK, now I wasn't in the right place. There's some place I'm supposed to be and I'm going to find it. Yeah. And it's, yeah. you know, just yeah. changing our brains and keeping that. And the, the consistency of that work is really important, too, because okay. we don't form beliefs, ideas and hold on to them just overnight. We just don't. We have yeah. to keep doing it. Just like as we were programmed into the limited beliefs, right. we now have to program ourselves into the expansive Yeah, beliefs. Yeah, and it takes time is what you're saying, that consistency is required until the new behavior is established, right? The yes. new belief system is established so that you transform into a new person rather than being that old person who is like with uh, inbuilt limited beliefs and limited thinking. Yes, and yeah. I can talk about that forever because I did it so much. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, I, I was also in that place, uh, Roger. So I completely understand how uh, difficult it is sometimes when you feel like um, even uh, at times when you don't even know that you are under the control of the limited beliefs, right? It requires you to develop a lot of awareness to actually fine tune your thinking and beliefs 
to a place where it actually moves forward positive thinking and positive beliefs, right? Well, at some point, well, yeah. And I wrote something the other day. I said, you know, giving up struggling. I said, gee, I'm finally going to decide to give up struggling mm. because and what I meant by that and what I truly believe is that when you are willing to uncover your authentic self, yes, then you don't, you things go differently. You know where your direction, you know what you're, um, what you love doing and you're going right. to do that. Yes. Um, all of those things start to change, but the, but the, there's this this um, difficulty that we have because yeah. the thing that we're thinking that we want to do, what we feel maybe intuitively or it's yeah. a gut feeling of what yeah. we're supposed to, we may, our brains may not accept that. Exactly. And so that's part of the process that we have to keep moving through. And sometimes it's just a small step at a time. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Moving in that direction. Yeah, having that acceptance that it's definitely going to take time, but being patient with the process, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, that's the that's you. I, as I and I can never, I never remember this. I came came up with this years ago. Uh-huh. Practice patience and persistence. And I said, if you if we use that, we can do anything hmm. because we understand that. Oh, if I'm something is not operating correctly in my life, then I've been practicing something incorrectly. That's all. And I just have to figure out what that is. Now yeah. I'm going to practice that again. And then right. I have to be patient with it because yeah. I know I'm, it's going to take some time yeah. and I might get upset with myself because yeah. I'm uh, I'm going to uncover things that I didn't see before. And so I right. get frustrated. Mm. And then we just have to be persistent because yeah. any repetitive thing that we do mm. will build up this kind of resilience, this momentum. Yeah. And yeah. so the, the persistence ha- makes it happen. Yeah, absolutely. And one other important point that you touched earlier was the role of a mentor or a coach, right, who Mm -hmm. comes in to actually guide you in the direction uh, towards your purpose. You don't have to do it all by yourself, but having that support is going to instill accountability and make you move forward consistently, right? Right. Yes. And, you know, and let me talk about that, too, because I've been to um, I've, I've worked with a lot of different coaches and, and, and programs and different yeah. things over yeah. time. Yeah. And you have to find um, something that feels like this is right. Mm. This feels this person is speaking to me. This yeah. person yeah. is saying something that make that. Now, that does not mean you're going to do whatever they tell you. It doesn't mean that you're going <laughs> yeah. to do it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. We, we must understand that because yeah. I've got my coaches have told me things over and over again and my resistance had been built up so mm-hmm. long mm-hmm. that it took a while before mm-hmm. I'd say okay let me let me change that yeah belief. yeah yeah, let yeah. Me, you know so that does come up as well yeah so you, what you mean to say is like uh the, you would notice that resistance within you oh yeah but sometimes it's required to free up yourself and allow you to change so that you see your beautiful future waiting for you to um yes. accomplish, right yeah mm-hmm. because when we um and I, I was just writing something about this in yeah. an article and it said if you're unhappy if you're if you don't have the right career if you're have a terrible relationship if you all those things are all related to yeah. the same thing mm-hmm. and that is you becoming your authentic self yeah so true that was so beautiful mm-hmm. so when we find that all yeah. the other things start to um line up they just start right. to correct themselves but it but it's see there's a reason that so many people 
will stay at a horrible job or stay in a terrible relationship. Mm. We always question that, especially with women. Why would they stay in an abusive relationship? You know? yep. Because they know it because it's familiar. And that's, that's uh-huh. all that it is, you know, mm. and, and, and they've built up a pattern. They think, well, this is, must be who I am right. and I'm supposed to be here. So we have to consciously decide that mm-hmm. oh, to change or be willing to accept yeah. new ideas yeah. and then give ourselves time to accept them and allow them to become assimilated within us, you know, that we, yeah. where we own them. Yeah, so true. And that uh, area that you touched, Roger, that's very interesting because most women, they actually believe that if they become their authentic self, they might mm-hmm. lose the relationship mm-hmm. or they might lose their identity because Many of them, uh, I've even seen my like uh, grandmother also to bring just to quote where there has been this generational um, tendency that's built in many of the women where they feel like uh, if they do something which is out of their authentic self, that Mm -hmm. might disturb the relationship, that might disturb the family Mm -hmm. environment. But it is not going to do that when you actually look at it from a positive side and when you actually become your authentic self, it's going to improve your family. It's going to improve your own personality, right? Right. And I'm glad you mentioned women yeah. <laughs> because um, you, we have to take certain things into consideration. Women yeah. have a little more of a difficult time because mm-hmm. we've made them second-class citizens for centuries or forever, as long as it's been. And so that is in the DNA, so to speak. And so, but it's changing. We can see that it's changing, but then men said, no, 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 let's not let it change. We we want it to stay the where, where it was because we, we, we like staying the way things, we don't like change because it takes us into something unknown, Yes, but that is what's going on now. I wrote um, years ago um, when I started, I wrote an article and it, it was called, I might be slightly racist mm. with misogynistic tendencies. Wow. Okay. And, <laughs> <laughs> and what I meant by that is that I had to look at, wait a minute, I'm a black person, but I might be a little bit racist. Yeah. Wow, that come? We all are. We have to understand that we have things that are within us that we've picked up from our ancestors, from everyone, right. from the world, basically. Yeah. And yeah. so it's it's innocent. If we don't look at that, right. how are we going to like, and I thought, oh, because when I grew up, yeah. women were treated very differently. So it would have to be with somewhere within me that I didn't think women were quite as capable because I'm so much older. And so I grew up in a different era. Mm. And so that's what was around me. I mean, I can remember my grandmother uh, she worked from home all the time. My yeah. grandfather went out. Mother was supposed to stay at home. Yeah. That's that's the way it was. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and so that gets in. And as a kid, you yeah. see that as an example, mm. and you think that's the way it's supposed to be. Mm. And so you unknowingly pick yeah. up this kind of programming so true. and start using it. 
Yeah, yeah. Very, very <laughs> true. Especially when you start entering a new relationship, all of this is kind of inbuilt into your brain, whether you yes. uh, know it or not. Uh, and yes. all the other sources of uh, information that you read through books or from the media, uh, believing this is the way I need to enter into a relationship. I need to uh, be completely like, uh, although you're like, whether you're working or not, you might be mentally dependent on the other person, mm -hmm. believing that right. that is the way to run the family, right? Yeah. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. that's what goes on. It's so much of that. And I, I it's um, <laughs> it's kind of a, a passion of mine. I, uh, and because I, I noticed certain things, um, it came up for me uh, years ago when I went to a dentist. Mm -hmm. I went to a, a different dentist and it was a female dentist. And I said, yeah. oh, wait a minute. That I, I had a moment of hesitation yeah, yeah. because it was a female and I hadn't experienced that. Right, before. right. Yeah. And so that's what got me to look at this entire yeah. thing. Why would I do that? I mean, yeah. she's quite she's quite qualified. Yeah, she has yeah. all of the same skills. Yeah. yeah. But it was just me. And then I started out, I started out the article saying I was imagining this because we all build up biases. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking, if I were walking down the street um and late at night and there were a bunch of black men coming at me, I might cross the street. Mm. And I had to really acknowledge that that might have been a possibility. And I go, where did that come from? Wow, yeah. Why would I? But it was there. And I and yeah. probably if I and if it had been something different, I wouldn't have responded in the same way. How, how much it can influence our behavior, right? All those generational patterns that yes. we build. And unless we actually consciously get into those, and as you did, where you sat down with it and decided to find out what is it that is causing exactly. me to think and imagine in a particular way, it is going to be difficult to uh, actually carry on with our life, holding all of these biases in our mind. Right, Roger? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, and it came to me that that incident that brought it up. And when I sat down to start to write the article, yeah. that's when I started to think about, oh, yeah, of course, that's what I saw yeah. when I was a child. These are the experiences that yeah. I had. Yeah. And it was the environment. Right. In which I grew yeah. up too. Yeah, yeah. No, that that's a very, very important point that you said, Roger. Thank you for actually mentioning that because most of the times it is those kind of biases and those kind of uh, places that women get into uh, that brings in loneliness, the feeling of insecurity, all of the depression and anxiety is actually rising from this place, right? Which we right. tend to neglect or ignore. Yes. Yeah. And, and and so I use, yeah, all the things that you said, because I say, listen, if you have any of those things going on, yeah. someplace you're denying who you are. You're denying yeah. yourself. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. And it's not, and you know, when I first started working, I was saying, okay, we're going to work on empowerment now. Right. Because, when we become empowered, we can, it's easier to yeah. start to break free and break yeah. through some of those patterns. Right. We, we, but yeah. we have to first build up this belief in, in our own worthiness and mm -hmm. who we are, mm -hmm. you know? So that's the first part, the feeling that I have a right to be in the world. Exactly. <laughs> you're like everyone else. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Roger, thank you for mentioning that part. I'm so glad that you touched that place of like being yourself whether you're in a relationship or not is very important to actually progress forward in your life and mm -hmm. become that 
person who is actually born to achieve something, right? Right. You are listening to Amrita Kailas on the Peace Bridge Talk Show on Voice America. We are going for a short break. Stay tuned and we'll be back in two minutes. A peaceful life is something most people only ever dream of but can never achieve. Using tools from ancient wisdom can help you achieve that peace. Listen to The Peace Bridge Talk Show on the Voice America Influencers Channel to learn what those tools are and how to implement them. The Peace Bridge Talk Show, hosted by Amrita Kailas, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Pacific. You are listening to the Peace Bridge Talk Show with Amrita Kailas. Have a question for Amrita or her guests? Join us on the show at 866-472-5795. That's 866-472-5795. Now back to the show with Amrita. Welcome back, everyone, to the Peace Bridge Talk Show on Voice America. Let's resume our show. And I'm glad you mentioned relationships because that's the most one of the most important areas that I work with. Because if you we discover ourselves through our relationships, all yeah. of them, yeah, our parents, our friends, and all of that. Yeah. But then um, when we get into our love relationships, our personal yeah. relationships, yeah. and we can't figure that stuff out, we can't. Yeah. Figure, well, we probably we because we form certain ways of not becoming who we're not being our authentic self. So yeah. we couldn't we couldn't attract a mate. Who yeah. would match us because yeah. we're being we're being fake all along. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Very true because uh, you are not actually uh, getting that kind of education when you're getting into these kind of relationships, right? All the education that you have been um, uh, feeded on is mostly to earn a job. Right. Right. Mostly yeah. to earn a job, not to actually find your purpose or not to um, actually even uh, establish a harmonious relationship. Right. So that mm-hmm. education part is very much missing in our world. Right. Yeah. And um, one. OK, going back to relationships, personal yeah. relationships, yeah. many times. Yeah. People will find themselves in, yeah. you know, horrible marriage, horrible relationship, whatever yeah. it is. And they like freak out. And I go, well, you don't have to do that. Yeah. Let's just use it. Let's use yes. it. Because see, yes. if we examine it, yeah. then we can figure out where you went wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. See, totally. We can figure out where you cut something off, where you weren't owning who you were. You weren't something because that's why the only reason you could do that. But it's not bad. We, this is why marriages and divorces turn so contentious Mm. um, because they don't No, It just didn't work because we were growing as people and we weren't there yet. Yeah. So true. You're not prepared. Yeah. Yeah. So it's very important to actually make those small changes in your relationship to begin with so that your children also learn from it and make up a beautiful relationship in the future. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. And that's so interesting. I mean, I want you to, I always think about that so much and I never understood this. Yeah. I was talking about it the other day. I was always so um, moved when I was working with kids, you know, yeah. earlier on, right. And I would see the parents and the parents would, were, were, were the, 
I learned so much from them because some of the parents would be so controlling and want to push the kids and they're, so they're trying to like live their lives through the kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've I've had those kind of people too. It's like when they bring in their kids, they would, they would narrate the story and they would say, this is what they want to accomplish, but it'll be totally different from what the kids want. Yeah. Yeah. And and then I would have the other parents who would just let they would just let the kids yeah. go and do and they would just watch. And then I would see them yeah. when they were watching the kids and they'd become so emotional because they were so proud mm. of what the kids or what they had done, what they had accomplished. And that just always got me to see yeah. that because they were just allowing understanding that mm-hmm. the kids are are developing and they're allowing yeah. that to happen yeah. instead of controlling yeah. it and living they're trying to live their lives exactly. through them you know yeah yeah so true because most often what happens is as you put down they live the lives through them right the kids mm-hmm. become just like replica of yourself in terms of your behavior which is not um the way they need to be brought up they need they would have their own identity and their own personality right. which is the one that needs to shine out as themselves right absolutely because mm-hmm. that we have to understand you know this is what uh helps our evolution of, of, yeah. of all there was a, there's a term uh that i use a lot because i want people to understand and by the psychologist carl jung uh-huh. um he came up with individuation wow okay and individuation is meaning that we need all sorts of different things to put in the mix to create something new. I mean, this is sort of a scientific term, basically, but um, when we have more unique things that come into play in our humanity and to yeah. society, we have more to create. But see, a lot of times we try to fit in yeah. with something and we try to be a copy of someone. No, we were supposed to, we were supposed to be completely unique. We were yeah. supposed to be completely special because yes. whatever we came in with yeah. that's what we're supposed to earn mm-hmm. well, I'm own, own yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah very beautiful roger thank you for sharing uh the aspects around the um relationships and how uh important it is to actually bring in the awareness towards each of your relationship whether it's with your partner or whether it's with your children all of this actually ties in mm-hmm. to allowing you to be who you are, right? Being you is important in all these places. So Raja, I would love to know what was the part of ancient wisdom that has helped you in your life to bring in uh, this kind of awareness or consciousness to um, discover your purpose in life? I started like looking at, I didn't study history at all. And when I, when I was in school, I didn't really care. I didn't, I mean, I was, I did it because I had to and all of that. It wasn't something that was um, a passion of mine, Mm. but then as I got older and as as the world began to change as well, I started looking at things a little bit more. I started going back and there's something that's so fascinating to look at documentaries of history, of ancient history, because Mm -hmm. you will see patterns of behavior, patterns that happened over time Mm -hmm. and where changes occurred. Mm -hmm. And I would find there's many great graphs that you can find even online where they, uh, 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 yeah, online where you can find where they show changes throughout civilizations, throughout Mm -hmm. history. Mm -hmm. We can see where we operated in different ways um, because of the culture that had been developed and then the cultural beliefs that kept carrying on. And so I got very interested in this, especially in the last couple of years or a few years ago when I started doing more of the um, 
personal development work because I wanted to understand the histories. Yeah. Okay. Because you have, we have DNA. Our DNA tells us so much. Okay. And this is one thing that uh, uh, I try to get my clients to understand. We didn't have the technology years ago where we could look at our blood and see where all the different strains come from, but now we do. Mm. And it's so fascinating. And I, and I said, I, I want to go on this. Um, <laughs> I, I want to make a, a something that happened where everybody has to get their DNA done. Everybody needs to do it mm. because what would happen is that we would start to, we would start to look at people differently. We would not have the biases that we all have because yeah. we yeah. would see how connected we are. Mm. We can see, I, I mean, I, I'm Scottish. And 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 in in Norwegian and Sweden, how did I get that? Where did that yeah, come yeah. from? Yeah, yeah. Funny that you actually brought that aspect, which is highly uh, critical to think about in mm-hmm. this modern world, right? Yeah. Yes, and that and that would be our divisions that have happened worldwide yeah. are just because we think that we're different and we're not. We're human beings, and we're all trying to do the same thing. And, you know, I came up with something else years ago. I said, if we could understand that we're all looking for the same thing, and that mm-hmm. is acknowledgement, acceptance, and approval. So true. Yeah. Every single person. That's what we're wanting. And if we could, if we could understand that about ourselves, mm. then we could pass that on and understand it about other people. <laughs> we could yeah. have some healing that would happen. Yeah. yeah, you know? yeah. yeah and uh, that is very, very important that you said, Roger, where the interconnection is Mm -hmm. actually so closely tied that you are looking at from a different perspective that is uh, through the lens of the bias or Mm -hmm. prejudice or whatever you name it. That's what actually makes you feel that you're separate, but actually you're interconnected, right? Right. Yeah. 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 and, and somehow we need, we form these chains, these, these bonds, you know, and I was telling a story. I said, if you can think about when you went to, I was trying to go back or, you know, if you think, when you went to grade school, let's say, okay, then you went to high school. When you yeah. were in high school, you started, your high school was the best. Mm. Your high school was the best one. And so then you'd have competitions and you do all of that. Right. But then you go come out of high school. Now you got to go to college. So now your college is the best one. <laughs> so all of that. Yeah. And then your country is the best one because yeah. that's where you live. It's yeah. just, we form these attachments, our so identity attachments, mm-hmm. basically that we start when we're younger. And so yeah. then this is why we have to stay with the same race. We have to stay with the same. Race yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. Which we made up, but yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. That's a spiritual aspect that you brought in where we are all one actually, mm-hmm. right? But we, we are differentiating ourselves based on region or based on culture mm-hmm. or whatever you name it, right? Exactly. Actually, yeah. we are all one is what you're emphasizing on, Roger. Thank you so much mm-hmm. for mentioning that part. I really loved that. Mm-hmm. Bringing back uh, the question on ancient wisdom, I would still like to know what are the ancient wisdom-based tools that has helped you in your life's journey? to um, discover your purpose. Yeah. Um, okay. I had a, this is a, I had a, an Akashic records reading done uh, last uh, year, a, a couple of years ago, but yeah, I, I had a, and I'd never done anything like that. And it was fascinating because I thought, you know, it's like when you're reading anything, if you look at astrology or something, you kind yeah. of say, see the same, I don't know. So, yeah. but what, what, she, what came up was talking about Egypt. 
that I had this history, this, this energy that went back to Egypt. And I had this, this ancient memory of all of this. Yeah. I said, I don't know. And she said, yeah. And what you used to do is that you would, you had this job that was mummifying people where you would put, where you, <laughs> okay. but okay. it was a, it was an honored position. Yep. It was the oh. thing that was really honored doing yeah. that. Yeah. And then she said, but now, but this time, she's talking about, you know, lifetime. She says, now this time, what you're doing is you're supposed, you're opening the mm-hmm. minds of people instead of, instead of putting them away. Right. And then, she's, and then she said, well, and you had some guilt about all of that too, mm-hmm. what you have done before. Yep. And I said, oh. so anyway, there, what happened was with doing that little process, mm-hmm. it just um, it got me curious enough Mm. to study some of the history and to see all of the changes that have happened Mm. over time Mm. and how we've had um, certain ways of being. One thing that took me back to uh, was Martin Luther, when um, Martin Luther created the the Protestant church, when he broke away. And to hear his story and how challenging that was, Mm. but he knew that there was something different that needed to happen. Like Mm. at this point in our history of civilization mm-hmm. maybe we aren't supposed to only listen to just one person maybe right. we aren't supposed to only listen to this one person who was re- ruling everything in the church yeah. Yeah. and and what he had to go through to get there was really challenging but then as a result of that we got more we mm-hmm. res- we had more opportunities to have different types of religions or churches or whatever yeah you yeah. know because of that movement yeah. by yeah. him mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so what you're saying is you learned a lot from those ancient cultures and mm-hmm. started integrating those into your daily life as well right yes. yeah mm-hmm. and it became very um important especially in the recent years mm-hmm. because we had so much coming up yes in terms of division in terms of um differences and fighting and wars and all of yeah. that how does that come about and then i started saying oh wait a minute Sometimes we're trying to hold on to the past mm-hmm. and sometimes we're wanting to go forward. If we do it in our lives. Yep. And it happens in the world, in countries as well. Right. And that's why we're having a war right now in, yes. in, in yeah. um, Ukraine. Yes. Somebody, yes. No, we want to go back to what we thought it was many centuries ago. Mm-hmm. No, that's not the way the world is going now. We have right. to do something yeah. different. Yeah, so true. So true. It was so beautiful that you said, like, now you're actually looking into opening minds of people, right? Like the Mm -hmm. transformation that uh, the ancient uh, history study led you Mm -hmm. towards was to actually understanding your purpose in life and starting starting to help people towards understanding their purpose as well, right? right? Yeah. And and so what I tell people is when they ask, well, what's my purpose? I said, you're living it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, that, and that's a difficult one to get, you know, because yeah. a lot of times we we fight it again, depending on what we've come to believe about ourselves. Right. Like, yeah. Well, wait a minute. It's just me. I couldn't have this. Couldn't be a valuable purpose. What I'm doing? Yes, it is. Anything that you're doing that you love, yeah. that's giving you joy, is an incredibly yeah. valuable purpose. Yes. Yes. Right. Beautiful, Roger. Thank you so much. I would love you to share an advice to the listeners that would help them to realize their identity? Um, that it's perfect. Mm-hmm. I just, I, they, they won't get there right away, but mm-hmm. I'm going to say that wh- however they came into the world, 
Yep. What they were given was absolutely perfect. Now, mm-hmm. it may look different. It might be that they had some some physical ailment or something that they were born with, or they had some, they were born blind or deaf right. or something. It doesn't matter because yeah. we know that those people have also taken what they were given right. and made something useful, made something meaningful out of that. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we have to first accept the premise yep. that the way that we were born was perfect. Mm-hmm. And whatever that is, and then, and, and yeah, I kind of wrote something about that a while ago. Yeah. And so what we're supposed to do is just like figure out how, how okay. can I take what I have and who I am and whatever I feel about myself and my emotional states and all of that and turn it into something that, that makes my life good. Mm-hmm. That's all. And it's, yeah. but it does take the actual doing of the right. thing, deciding yeah. that I'm going to, and that's challenging. People don't. I, I was writing another article and I said, okay, now to become your authentic self, you have to do a few things. Mm-hmm. You have to be willing to look at why you allowed yourself to be held back. Yes. They go, they go what? <laughs> That's what it is. Because somewhere we did it and it's okay. But yep. if we look at it, if we're willing to ask mm-hmm. the questions, we're mm-hmm. going to have the answers. They will yep. come to us eventually. Yeah. Yeah. So you're emphasizing on the part that you have to do the work in order to discover that authentic self, starting Absolutely. from the place of understanding that you are perfect and right. you can become uh, whoever you want or what you can achieve whatever you want by working on yourself. Yes, absolutely. That's, yeah. that's what it is. And everybody has that sovereign right. Everybody yeah. is given that yeah. to do. Mm-hmm. We don't always do it, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. What would be the three tips that you would uh, give the listeners, Roger, from your end that could help them to break free from the limited beliefs and uh, find their authentic self? Well, the first thing would be to understand that they are perceiving everything and experiencing everything because of the way they think. Mm. That's it. We couldn't we can't do anything unless we think a particular way and, and form a perception. And the perception that we will form will cause us to feel a particular way. Yep. You know, yep. But we can always change it. Mm. I can always and so I have this thing today. I uh one of them was challenges. Um problems are your gift. Mm. Go, what does that mean? <laughs> problems are, because if you have a, something in front of you, there's a solution there yeah. and you have to be willing to find it. And sometimes it's challenging, difficult or whatever. But once you find it or you allow it to come to you, you then change. And right. so you have to first accept mm-hmm. the idea that mm-hmm. there's always a solution to your difficulty instead of choosing the perception. Oh, it's terrible. Everything's going to heck. I can't do anything about yep. it. You know? Yeah. Yep. That's never true. Mm. So that would be the first thing. And then to understand that no one is better than you. Mm. No one, there's no one better than you. That's just not, that's just, we make up perceptions. We make up these ideas about everything, about ourselves and about other people. But all people are born equal. They are. They're just, they're, yeah, and, yeah. but they don't know that necessarily, mm-hmm. depending on where they grew up, the environment, mm-hmm. what they were trained to believe and all of that. But underneath, we know for that we're all the same in that way. We just flesh and bones. You right, know? right. And right. so once we can understand that, we will look at our condition a little differently and say, yeah. okay, I might be here in yeah. this 
this particular situation, what, yeah. but there's more. There's right. always more. And that's yeah. the thing you have to remember, too. Yeah. yeah. And I think that uh, um, to understand that whatever we have moved through in our lives, if we have mm -hmm. challenges, difficulties or whatever, that mm -hmm. it is helping guide us to mm -hmm. the right place if mm -hmm. we're willing to keep moving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. All these three tips are amazing, Roger. The first one, as you said, is to understand that you have to work on your thoughts and your perceptions to start with. And also accept that you are born equal. You are not right. different from anybody else. And then problems or challenges are just guiding tools to help yes. you cross the bridge to find your destination, right? right. Yeah. Because yeah. ultimately, we are not supposed to be unhappy. We're not supposed to be miserable. It mm -hmm. may take us some, some time to get to happy. I would say, <laughs> I said to one, some of my people, I said, it's so challenging to try to, to get, to, it's so challenging to get you to be happy. <laughs> <laughs> That's your natural state, but it's challenging for you to be happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so powerful again, Roger, because why do we find it challenging to be happy, right? When yeah. it's just the way you are, right? Right. Mm -hmm. And it's just all the stuff that we've lived, all the programming, all of our ancestral um, yes. leanings and, and, and all of that, yeah. that comes into play. So yeah. we have to give that. And then the other thing, too, I like for people to say, not everything is your fault. Mm -hmm. Not because um, you might have ended up creating a life that was not what you wanted, but you might have been taught that. You yes. might have learned that from yes. your environment and from your yes. upbringing. So yes. that's not okay. It's not your fault that you came out that way. Right. But if you don't change, if you don't, aren't willing to do something different, then yeah. we could maybe say that's your fault. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely, Roger. That, it completely is on you. Like it's your choice if you want to change and break free from those patterns, right? Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much, Roger, for joining us today and sharing your valuable wisdom with the listeners. Completely enjoyed each part of our conversation. <laughs> Truly grateful to have got this opportunity to talk to you today. Thank you. It was a pleasure. I loved, I loved being here. Thank you so much. Thank you, Roger. I would like to quote a shloka from Bhagavad Gita, which says, For those who have conquered the mind, it is their friend. For those who have failed to do so, the mind works like an enemy. This shloka is chanted as Banduratma Manastasya Yenatmaiva Atmana Jitaha Anatmanastu Shatrutve Vartedatmaiva Shatruvat. We all can overcome our limited beliefs and realize our authentic self to achieve our dreams and establish peace in our relationships. Connecting with a coach can make this journey easier for you. The expert guidance, support and tools based on ancient wisdom, positive psychology and neurosciences can help reprogram our mindset and habits to help us discover our best potential in life. My clients have benefited from my 35-day coaching program that has led them to awaken to their best self, rise from limited beliefs, 
gain resilience and recreate a powerful mindset to lead a peaceful and purposeful life. Are you ready to restart your life with a powerful mindset? Subscribe to my email newsletter at bit.ly slash rice with samsarga. I repeat bit.ly slash r-i-s-e-w-i-t-h-s-a-m-s-a-r-g-a to receive updates and special access to my online courses, workshops and coaching programs. Changing ourselves will change the world around us to become limitless to limitless possibilities in and around us. Let's all take the first step towards change beginning from us. Now, let's do a short meditation together. Please do not carry out this meditation while you're driving. Close your eyes, take a long deep breath and focus your attention in the center of your chest. Imagine you're getting ready to fly in a hot air balloon. You get ready and get to the vacant field to get into the hot air balloon. You see your guide waiting to get you on board. You wave to them and get into the hot air balloon. The guide checks the hot air balloon and ensures your safety. The guide then gives you instructions to follow while you're flying and shares the speciality of the hot air balloon. The balloon has sensors which can detect your beliefs. So if you carry a limited belief of any kind, the balloon will move downwards. And if you entertain positive beliefs, you will be able to enjoy your journey upward. You listen carefully and then agree to follow the instructions. So you stay very alert and conscious from the beginning of the trip. You keep your focus on your breath and enjoy the view around you while the balloon floats upwards. Time drifts away and you're immersed in the beautiful magnanimous view around you. The balloon lifts you higher and higher and you feel very light and peaceful. You fold your hands together as you experience this amazing view and the calm within you. You thank your guide for giving you this beautiful experience and slowly open your eyes. What was your experience after the meditation? Share it with me on my Facebook community, samsarga-emotional-support or email me at samsarga.ca at gmail.com. You can also direct message me on Instagram at awakenwithamrita underscore life coach. For any other additional information, please visit www.samsarga.ca. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to me today. I deeply appreciate your time and support. I look forward to sharing yet another inspiring episode with you to help you discover 
peace in your life. Join me next Wednesday, 5 p.m. Pacific for yet another insightful episode. Until then, take care, stay safe and remain peaceful. Sending you all lots of love and light, Amrita. Thanks for tuning in to the Peace Bridge Talk Show. Tune in again next week to continue your journey to leading a peaceful life. Until then, have a peaceful week.